So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you so much for joining us. We so appreciate your time and we always appreciate whenever you subscribe to us on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And we're going to come to you today with another hot topic during these times when so many dental practices are reopening or have already reopened or trying to navigate through what we you know, hate to say, but it is the new normal. And so glad today to be joined by Jessica Wilson from Hugh Freedy. Good morning, Jessica. How are you? Hey, good morning, Kevin. Glad to be here with you in the audience. Well, thanks for being here. I wonder if you just would take a moment and kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Yeah, perfect. So I am joining you from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I've been with Hugh Freedy for the past um, nine years. Gosh, time flies. I'm currently on the association board for the OSAP organization. I have some cool things I want to share with what OSAP's doing, especially surrounding the times right now and and how that organization can help dental assistants as well. Um, And I just, you know, I've been passionate about infection prevention and dental assistants are my people. I mean, when we think infection control historically, we know we're generally not having a conversation that doesn't include dental assistants. So. Well, and we're big fans of OSAP here, so super excited to talk about that. But let's let's kind of start with that role, <clears throat> excuse me, of the infection control coordinator in the practice and how you see that and maybe how it's evolved with, with everything that's gone on in our world the last few weeks and months. So what's interesting about this role, Kevin, and we kind of talked about it before we came online, is that, you know, from the from the dental industry perspective, the language for this role is new. Like if you think about a medical institution and in, in a hospital environment, you know that they have an epidemiologist, you know that, you know that they have an infection preventionist. So for dental, it's it's similar in that this infection control coordinator is a role. It needs to be an established, well-respected, well-trained role. The CDC was very clear with us in 2016 when they came out with a summary of their guidelines to really push this position forward. And so to that, I think when we ask you know, a lot of dental practices, and especially now, hey, who's running your infection control? You get a myriad of different answers. What I really would like to be hearing going forward is we have my infection control coordinator. And sometimes in the dental assistants, you guys know this, you didn't show up for work that day, you picked the short straw, or someone picked it for you. And so now surprise, you're the infection control coordinator. And so by definition, that job is someone who is knowledgeable or willing to be trained on the infection prevention um, protocols and processes for the practice. So do you have to come in and and be an expert? No, 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 no. There are a ton of different resources, some of which I'm going to talk about today, but are you willing to step in and be the champion for your office? And that's what's so important. And I'll tell you right now, Kevin, at a time like where you say the new normal, like right now, this role is so visible for the practice. This is where, I mean, I I get going crazy because I get so excited about it, where this person should be in the emails and you're creating memes with this person's face and you're, let's get to know Sarah. Sarah, who you've known here as our dental assistant, is our infection prevention specialist. Here's a couple things you didn't know about Sarah and what she does for our office. And it, it, 
it empowers that position, it gives them visibility, and it and it brings life to the importance of that role. And I also want to say, let's not mistake that infection control is not a single person job. I always like to say that infection control is a team sport, and it really truly is, and that a practice is only going to be as good as the weakest link for patient safety. And so, again, this person helps round everything out. Um, they're getting all the latest and greatest information. They're they're bringing back studies. They're following. OSHA just put out some guidelines, you know, a week and a half ago. We're waiting on the CDC to put some things out for dental in the next couple of weeks. This person's going to be on the front line, calling a staff meeting and downloading with the office on what does this mean for us and how do we communicate this. I, I love that, and I, I and I love that you're pushing out that this is an opportunity for that dental assistant to kind of take that next step in in his or her career. And and I personally think that this is something that dental assistants need to kind of take to the dental practice and say, you know, this is a role I've done for a long time. It's something I really want to wrap my arms around it and kind of be proactive in making themselves almost in that role. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that is so fantastic. I I, I will tell you, and, and you're a boss, Kevin, but you know, if you're looking at from the employer's point of view, what what more can you not love about someone who raises their hand and says, I would like to take on more responsibility and more responsibility is more important. And oh, by the way, I'm qualified to do this, right? And so, or I'm super passionate about this. And I think with a little bit more training or giving me a little bit more time to watch a few more webinars, order Dr. John Molinari's book on infection prevention and order the OSAP manual and become a member of the Greenlight Compliance Program, which we'll talk about. These are going to be the things that help me prepare um, to be successful for you and for the practice. And I know one thing, again, we talked about just a little bit before we went online was uh, what some things that are available from Hugh Freedy, and that's Greenlight and the IMS system. And I kind of wanted you to just to broadly talk about those and, and the impact that they can have on what we're talking about today. Yeah, so those of you who are not aware, the Greenlight Dental Compliance Center is an online compliance portal to help manage the complexity of an infection control program. And I think when we when we think about um, infection prevention and control in a dental practice, it's one of those things that's kind of analog in a digital world. There's all these other things that are, you know, more attractive to talk about, and it's the latest and greatest technology. Well, infection prevention hasn't really changed. And what what you typically think about is this big manual that no one ever touches that we have to have. And so, and and it's it can be scary for a lot of people. It can be intimidating because it is very detailed. So the uh, Hufridi Group, we developed a program, um, this platform called Greenlight Compliance Dental Center. And a couple of stats I want to share with the group, Kevin, is we, we did a third-party study when we were on the brink of developing this, this platform, which we released in uh, two years ago now. And um, <clears throat> we found that while 99% um, of people believed their infection prevention programs were effective, that's pretty much everyone who took the survey said, oh my goodness, my infection prevention program's great. When we broke it down and asked questions about specific protocols, they weren't there. And so 14%, 14% said that they aren't sure or don't know if they observed uh, or if, if they observe published guidelines for compliance. They don't know what their office is following and what that's supposed to be, 14%. Meanwhile, again, you flip it, 99% said, this is what we're doing. So then we asked another thing is, 
you know, um, are you hand scrubbing your instruments for sterilization? And the important thing for that is that's an opportunity for an occupational error. That's a high area of sharps injuries. That's why OSHA says have your, your instruments contained. They're one of the sharpest things, you know, in the office. Instrument turnover is usually happen happening rapidly and people are in a rush and maybe they don't have on the proper PPE. And I don't know that I've met in a dental office who hasn't had some sort of a poke uh, during instrument reprocessing. So in the yep. survey, well, again, 99% said, I believe my program's effective. 29% said they were still hand scrubbing their instruments for sterilization, which we know increases their risk. So that was something that kind of jumped out. And, and another thing in terms of sterilization, we know that we have to monitor the sterilization cycle. And there's a couple of ways that we do that. 66% admitted they were not compliant in their use of sterilization monitors for their practice. So a couple of stats I just wanted to throw out. And and this was part of the foundation of Greenlight is how can we remove the complexity for your practice? And so um, specifically for the infection prevention coordinator, we have built in a specific corner to empower these people who choose to take on this role. And within that, we've given them a success guide for Greenlight so they can go back to their manager and say, listen, I enrolled for this program and thank you for supporting me. Here's what I've done to show success right away. We've also put in there a job description. That's the HR side of things to say that, Yes, we have this position on file. Every employer knows that, that every role should have a job description. We've put one in there. And then we've got some e-learning guides to help you. Um, one of them is, hey, if you've been selected as the infection control coordinator, now what? Some people really don't know what to do. And there's a myriad of experiences out there of what you've done in infection prevention and how you've been a leader. And, and I think what we're looking at now is there's a shift in culture right now. And these people are such a big part of that. And the doctor absolutely has to be on board. And they have to be high-fiving at the beginning of every day, at lunch every day, and at the end of every day on what compliance looks like and what it means. Um, and so Greenlight can really help with that. And, and also, I mean, I think, you know, we haven't seen another platform where you can, you know, you can go on here and you can see the analytics for the practice with things like um, taking self, uh, infection control audits and having your your waterline testing and your sterilization monitoring online in a platform with some easy to read graphs and you can kind of see where you have opportunity. So it gives it some air of technology to make people want to engage in it differently. And we're seeing that it's really helping practices take away the complexity and engage with infection prevention a little bit differently than they have in the past. And, and I will say, based on those stats that you read out, I'm thankful for that. You know, it's not only yeah. somebody in the whole industry, but somebody who goes to the dentist. You know, I and I, and I think with patients, you know, let, let's be honest, there's going to be a little bit of, uh, you know, worry, a little bit of questioning whenever they step into a dental practice now. And things like green light and bringing out the cassettes and showing this is what we're doing to keep you safe. You know, things like that, I think, make such a difference to ease the mind of not only the patient, but, you know, let's be honest, the, the people who work inside the practice as well. So here's what we, when we, when we say visible patient safety, right, Kevin, it's, it's these things that now when patients come through our door, anyone comes through our door, things now we're looking through a very, very different lens. I think those of us in the infection prevention community and, and you and have been having this conversation along with you, Freedy, for, for several years. And so it's not foreign to you. And of course, this forum. But now I think about, okay, so um, just patient 
Uh, processing a patient from beginning to end in the office looks very different now, how we are, uh, at least temporarily, right? So pre-screening and then what's the um, what's the on deck look like for the next patient coming in when someone's you know being checked in or the check-in process rather excuse me um, what does that process look like where are people where are um, now if we look at the the average patient waiting room people want to see visible patient safety cover your cough posters from the CDC do you have those hand sanitizers masks available gloves available um, trash receptacles with no touch lids where no one has to touch anything, maybe a no touch hand sanitizer dispenser. Um, maybe when you're when you're uh, pre-screening your patients and you're reaching out to them to set expectations for their visit, you're letting them know some of the things that you've done um, or that your practice is doing or letting them know to ask to meet Sarah our infection prevention coordinator, and she's going to talk to you. And in the Greenlight platform, we also have some patient safety brochures with some verbiage that practices can use to send to their patients. Once you get them back into the treatment room, what does that look like? Offices need to seriously reduce the amount of clutter that maybe we've been used to being able to see with brochures on the counter. If it can't be disinfected and wiped down, it really shouldn't be on there. So you want that air of clean and minimizing what's available, and then what does that patient see has been prepared for them? And that's where you look at a procedural tub to house all the individual procedural materials with a lid, and then you see that wrapped cassette that is there ready for the patient, all the barriers are there, and so it says something without the patient having to ask. And, and not only for the patient perspective, I think the staff are looking for that right now. I agree. You know, and so it's it's what are we doing to communicate that? And those are just, you know, a couple of different different ways that that the new normal is is kind of looking. Yeah, I think communication and just that presentation slash internal marketing, whatever you want to call it, where you are almost showing the patient everything you're doing to keep him or her safe. Uh, it's it's now it's more important now than ever, I really think. And I, and I want to make sure, you know, we teased OSAP at the start, and I want to make sure that people understand some of the things that OSAP has available, because uh, I know that's something you're very passionate about, as am I, and I, I honestly think all dental assistants should be passionate about what OSAP does and can offer. I'm glad you did not let me leave you without talking about this, because super exciting. A lot of you may or may not know this, but OSAP was embarked upon a journey to create a certification program for dental infection control several years ago. So here we are um, now, and there is a certificate program available where you can complete and get your, you know, your certificate of, um, you know, understanding infection control in the process through OSAP. So the website is dentalinfectioncontrol.org. And if you go in here and you can take a look at the certification program. There's one for dental team and there's one for dental trade. Um, and so if you go in here, you can see the different process. Uh, the process is available um, for, for what you need to do. And you do have to test out on this, right? So any type of certification program, you're going to have to study, you're going to have to be well studied, and you're going to have to uh, test out of it, which is going to show competency for your knowledge. And I think this is going to be something fantastic. I think, again, when we talk about marketing and having this role to be able to say that, that you have this knowledge and background is only going to elevate the the profession, number one, which I am super passionate about, I think is great. Um, I think um, especially for the people who step into the role, which could be a dental assistant, in some cases it's a doctor and, and, and it could be a dental hygienist or an outside member who
who comes in to manage this role, especially if we have multi-location organizations, the compliance, the, the higher level compliance team, um, this is going to be great for them um, as well. And so there's there's several steps that you can do. But again, dentalinfectioncontrol.org. And it will help all of these things come together, Kevin, that we talked about of having, you know, having the process, the program, thinking outside the box. You'll build your network um, with other, I like to affectionately call us infection control nerds. You know, we're a group of people and super passionate about what we do, but we can learn quite a bit from one another. And, and I think that's what it's all about. You know, at Ignite, we always talk about together we rise. And I think that that's what is so important now in infection control, infection prevention, is that you realize the role that you play, but you're not doing it by yourself. You have great resources available, Qfreedy, OSAP, so many places where you can go and get correct information to then take back and protect you, protect your teammates within the practice and protect those patients who are walking through your door and are counting on you. So, uh, Jessica, would you mind uh, would you mind just sharing some contact information and maybe a place if people want to go learn a little bit more where it might be a good place to, to do that with some of the things that we've talked about today? Yes, of course. So if you're interested in learning um, about the Greenlight Dental Compliance Center, the website is greenlightcompliancecenter.com. That's greenlightcompliancecenter.com. And um, you can certainly reach out to me. Is can I share my email address? Please, yeah. Please. So uh, my email, um, J Wilson at hughfreedy.com, H-U-F like Frank, R-I-E-D-Y or F like Freedy. J Wilson at hughfreedy.com. And uh, my role is, uh, you know, I'm an infection prevention specialist. Um, I support our practices. I support our sales and education. And so if I can be of a resource and liaise you with some of the right people and help you get sound, accurate information, I am here for you. Sound, accurate information. Man, it has never been more important than it is right now. So please reach out to the experts if you have questions. Don't just rely on what you think you know or what maybe what you've read in a Facebook group. Make sure it's right now more than ever. Jessica, thank you so much for being on today and, and sharing some ideas. And, and I'm excited what infection control coordinators could mean for dental assisting moving forward. As am I. And, and I think it's a, it's a great time to be interested in something like this. So jump into the pool of infection prevention and, and let's make the industry um, even better than it already is. Thanks, Kevin. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for listening today. We try to bring you timely information with experts from around the industry. Hey, if you like what you've heard, share it with your colleagues. Give us, a, give us a like, give us some feedback, subscribe to us. We always want to make sure that here at the Dental Assistant Nation, powered by IgniteDA, we are providing you with the latest and best information because we believe strongly in Together We Rise, as well as now more than ever, it's important to stay safe, stay healthy, and stay educated.